Hello and welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 47, the difference between Doki and Dookie. In this week's episode, we are all new. JFG Ash gets a new steering wheel. JFG Alex gets loads of new stuff. We have a game that came out last week coming out this week. And finally, we test our knowledge of gaming movies. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Just For Gamers podcast. This is episode 47. My name is Alex and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Ash. Hey buddy, how are you doing? Yeah buddy, I'm good. You know, just chilling right now. Just like Just For Gamers. Ugh, just like justforgamers.co.uk. Whoa! Ooh. What is that? Well, there you go. We are live <laughs> with our new stuff. I was just noting down all of our new links because there's no way I'm going to fucking remember them all at the end of the <laughs> no, show. Definitely. You know, I'm staring down at the beers I've got lined up and I'm thinking, I should write these down right now. Mm. So that's what I've done. It's a good shout, buddy. I like that idea. <laughs> well, I feel quite honoured to have you, to be honest. I, w- I was kind of thinking you might have your hands full by this point, buddy, but not the case. Nope, the baby... Still not come out of the JJ, you know. Are you sure there is a baby, by I'm the way? I'm pretty sure she, there's maybe a Maybe she just got fat. I mean, I've done it a few times before, so I, I understand the physics behind it. Okay. Not biology, so this, this is though. This is Fucking not an obesity issue. No, no idea issue. with biology, but physics. I get that. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, it's been a few days now, and uh, yeah, I've, I feel very lucky to have you, very privileged, buddy. Ah, well, enjoy it while it lasts, because it, it's definitely coming in the next week, so we'll see how well that goes. I've got that top five saved up from last week, buddy, so I'm, I'm, I'm all covered <laughs> yeah, for, for when it happens. It's all fine, oh, not so, to worry. Um, what, what, what have you been up to this week, buddy, or like... It's nearly a week. I mean, this is Tuesday right now, so... We're recording a day early because I am heading off to a quaint bed and breakfast in Rye tomorrow. Ooh, lovely jubbly. It's a birthday present from the missus. We're going down to the picturesque village of Rye. Um, And, yeah, we're having a, a wonderful evening meal at the Mermaid, which is a very prestigious hotel. I believe the Queen Mother liked to frequent so that's perfect for me because uh, you know I've always had a lot in common with the queen mother um <laughs> uh, yeah so having a little break down there and to uh, basically myself and the missus have had the same sort of time off over the last week or so so we're just kind of spending lots of time together and doing very boring coupley things but we've had lots of nice meals out had a we had our Valentine's Day yesterday to avoid all the shite of trying to book a table on Valentine's Day and everything. Nice, <laughs> so buddy. had a lovely, uh, lovely Italian meal last night and then went to a nearby traditional pub Ooh. that had a jazz quartet playing. That's had very some, traditional, uh, you know, a jazz golden quartet hen, buddy. In, in a pub. 
I mean, well, they were in the function room out the back. It was all OAPs, but they were really, really good. And um, <laughs> it was really good because they were in a separate room, so we got to enjoy them playing without having to pay them the courtesy of watching or sitting in silence or anything like that. That's what I like, so, mate. I'm, I'm a big fan of a bargain, just and that sounds like the supping. perfect bargain. It was beautiful, buddy, just supping on my golden hen and, uh, Tasty. and getting a bit pissed up. Um, I have many plans. It's, it's my birthday this week. Going to go and see uh, Deadpool in IMAX. Nice. Oh, that's that's going to be good. Be awesome. Going to TGIs because Ellen hates TGIs. <laughs> and, so I was like, nice. she has to come if I oh, do yeah. it for my birthday. Exactly. So, she uh, hasn't got a choice. That's going to be fun. Got Guitar Hero winging its way to me as well, buddy. So Is I'll be that talking about that next sir? week. It's a, it's a Gibbons. It's uh, it, It's been ordered and is being delivered nice. uh, on, on my birthday uh, and I've also seemed to have acquired uh, a large Samsung television and a copy of The Order buddy, I don't know if you know anything about that. No idea mate Did, was there a <laughs> bit of paper that came with that? Uh, there was a bit of paper with a, a, a fantastic, fabulous drawing of a cock and balls. Yeah, enjoy that. Um, as, as is the tradition <laughs> when we send each other stuff. <laughs> yeah, buddy. So in, enjoy your new 40-inch uh, TV because uh, I wasn't using it at all. I hope it goes down well. That's what friends are for. Went down to uh, to your folks' house today to uh, grab the telly off your dad. Nice. He handed it over. He said, uh, I'll let you put this in the back of the car because then if you drop it, it's your own fucking fault. <laughs> I was like, good, good to see you. Good, good to see you, Papa, Papa, Papa Schley. So, uh, uh, yeah. Classic. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm all set up, buddy. I've got the order. I haven't had the chance. only been home a couple of hours so I haven't had the chance to play it yet, but that's something I'll be tucking into the, over the course of the week, along with Guitar Hero. And um, yeah, it's going to be cool. Cool, buddy. You're going to be very busy. Certainly. So what have you been up to, buddy? Well, I got, I got my steering wheel, didn't I? So I've been Ooh! racing the shit out of all the racing games. How are you finding it? It's awesome. So much fun. Like... Uh, I can't compare it to any other wheels, but it's the best. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, like the pedals feel really nice and responsive, and like they've got like a nice grippy, like a thing that you press underneath it. So if you're on carpet, like, it's got like little spikes that dig in, so it doesn't slide anywhere, which I think is like fucking amazing. Um, That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. The, the brakes got like a cushion, like part on it, so it feels like you're actually pushing a brake, which is weird. Um, the steering wheel itself, uh, I don't know because like, I did a fair bit of research. It is a gear-driven one, not a belt, like the T300. And I believe your T150 is a combination of gear and belt. So I'd like to try out your one um, and see what it's like. But so far, like it's just awesome, especially on project cars. You know, like the force feedback on that game is just insane. It's just fairly intense, so isn't good. it? That's the yeah. thing. It's um, you really wrestle with everything on that game. Yeah, but pretty crazy. Hell of a lot of fun. So glad I got one, and I can't wait to start playing old uh, Aso uh, Aso Okoto racing. Yeah, officially licensed by a former Spurs left back Benoit Aso Okoto. Yeah. We're looking forward to that coming out. That's going to be a great racing game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but you, you got on on uh, game night for a few races, didn't you? I did. Um, uh, I managed to pop on, and um, yeah, I, I think I did all right for my first like 
because obviously I only got it like an hour before, or a couple of hours before that, so I had a couple of races to warm up and then I jumped in with you boys. I thought I did alright, not too bad. I didn't kill that many people. I, I appreciate your modesty, buddy, but frankly we found your performance utterly terrifying. You seemed to be far better than we were when we got our wheels. So you've got this sort of Rayman thing where you... Uh, Rayman? Rainman Rain thing. Man where thing. You, um, I can run really fast. You can run really fast, but unfortunately you have no arms, um, <laughs> so which is detrimental to your performance. Yeah. No, you seem to be able to sort of remember the tracks really, really quickly yeah. on everything. So it's important when playing racing games with you that we do the tracks that we're all familiar with, otherwise <laughs> you just disappear. But you, you seemed to be comfortably keeping up with all of us, despite the fact that we've had, what, a month's worth of practice yeah. on the wheel? Which is nice. So, it made me feel Yeah, good. pretty special. It's nice to all be on the even keel now, though. Yeah, definitely. The even playing yeah, it's field. It's very cool. Um, apart from that, I, I was um, going to play the, the Hitman beta, but I, I got busy playing other games, which I'll talk about later. Uh, and finally, yesterday, I had all intention of playing games uh, when I got back from work and sorting the kids out, but I just spent four hours pissing about with the website, didn't I? Which is nice. Beautiful, buddy. Yeah. Beautiful work. So, uh, have, you, have you got that tab open I asked you to? I sure do, if, buddy. If you just click on preview page, if that's all right. Now, it doesn't look much, but I, the functions are there. So, if you click on that image that you can see, it's just the uh, JFG podcast image. Hopefully. No. Is it? Is it? Is it doing it? Sure has, it buddy. Comes up. So um, I've managed to get the uh, full-width audio, um, or I think it's like a J player, I think that's the thing that it's using, um, to work on the website. So um, when you go on our website, hopefully in the near future when I've finished everything out, um, you will just be able to click on whatever podcast you want, uh, whatever image, and it will instantly start playing. Uh, there are will be well, there are options to download them. Obviously, uh, we also have the subscription bars and stuff like RSS subscription. I think there's an Android subscription thing on there as well. So hopefully that should link to your app. Um, That's nice. Yeah, um, and also uh, one good thing because it stores it like in the cache, I believe. So like when you go to like a different page on that website, there'll just be a split second pause, and the podcast will carry on from where it was. So that, Beautiful. that should work really well. So yeah, that took me about four hours to figure out uh, everything. Uh, I've still got <laughs> loads of stuff in my head, like how I want to do it. Um, so it's like all automated instead of us having to like, or me having to code it each time. Um, but yeah, it, it should be really good when it's up and running, hopefully. And yeah, nice, buddy. Uh, I think the, the all the rerouting that we did seems to have worked. We, um, I don't think we've lost anyone along the way. My my one updated instantly. This week was the this week just gone was the first time I've I've actually gone through the posting process of the podcast on our new domain, and uh, it seems to everything seems to have worked fine. So yeah, cool. Yeah. We managed to get <laughs> everything good. across and working well. Hooray for us. <laughs> Aren't we great? Yeah. Aren't we great? Uh, yeah. The, the only problem is yeah, I've still got loads of work to do on it. But if I was clever, it wouldn't take me long. But unfortunately, uh, I'm not clever. <laughs> so it's going to take me a while. 
<laughs> but luckily, we'll get there, buddy. We will get there. Two weeks off soon, won't I? So I can get it all sorted in there, and everything will be good. Yeah, man, that's what paternity leave is for. Yeah, definitely. Web design, I believe so. Yeah. Um, apart from that, um, I, I saw my folks and stuff, and they took a telly down to Kent to give to you. So yeah, that's that's Woo! about it. <laughs> um, yeah, buddy, it's been it's been a good week. Still waiting for this baby and stuff, but that will turn up when it turns up. Can't rush these things. It's bound to turn up sooner or later, buddy. Probably. Um, so unless you've got anything else to say, I guess we jump into what we've been playing this week. Good call, buddy. Let's do that. So do you want to kick things off? Um, yeah, go on then. So, uh, like I've said, I've been doing lots of driving, um, Mainly Project Cars, I've been finding that a lot more fun than F1, mainly because like I know all, all, uh, the majority of the tracks in F1, so I didn't find it much of a challenge, and also the force feedback in that isn't great. It's okay, but it feels a bit light, but uh, Project Cars is definitely what I've been playing the most this week, and it's been loads of fun, like jumping all the different classes of car and stuff like that, so mainly I've been doing that. Um... The only other game that I've played is the same as you, buddy. So should we save that till the end? Because it's a good and Sure, man. Yeah, I uh, for obvious reasons, I've been fairly busy this week and haven't played very much. Very lean week for me, but certainly going to make up for it next week with uh, Guitar Hero and The Order and all that coming through. Uh, I've been playing all the usual suspects, of course, carrying on with my Bristol City team. Managed to finish fourth in my first season in the Premier League with Bristol City. Nice. So taking them into the Champions League next season, qualifying permitting, and uh, things are starting to shape up quite tidy there. I've uh, been playing plenty of the Nathan Drake collection. Um, still on I'm number two. Cleared. Yeah, I'm about, I think, 65 70% of the way through the second game. It's much longer than the first one. Yeah, I definitely. Like, that, to be honest. I would have finished the first one by now, but I looked at my save a couple of hours before I turned it off the other night, and it was on like 50%, so mm. uh, much better game than the first one. And, Do you think um, it's too long? Oh, this whole classic debate about games length and single-player games and things like that. Uh, I... I tend not to get bored of these single-player story games. I'll play through them whether they're five hours, ten hours, or twenty hours. To be honest, yeah, I'm not. I'm not bored yet, and the variety is still there, you and the still story want to get is still back there. Into it, yeah, that's the main thing. If yeah. you if you want to carry on playing it, really. <laughs> I think the first game, if the first game had been as long as the second one, I might have got bored because I think it was far more samey. Obviously, yeah, they yeah, were still obviously. finding their feet to an extent with that whole universe and the climbing physics and everything. Whereas this one's got a lot more really incredible puzzles. I just uh, recently did a section where I had to bring the, like a giant dagger down from the ceiling to open up a sort of secret room that was inside a mouth of a statue. Stuff like that's really cool. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just really enjoying it. And I, I, I'm kind of trying to pace myself a little bit now so that, uh, you know, I, I make this one last for another week or two and then the third one and trying to sort of ease my way towards Uncharted 4 so that I've kind of just about finished number three when the new one comes out. Yeah, it sounds That's like kind of the aim. But yeah, just a great, great set of games and um, it's an absolute steal for the price as well. Yeah, um, 
And what else? I went to... I've been up to the shopping centre again, as I so regularly do, buddy, and I went back into game, because if you remember a week or two ago, I said I'd had a go of Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank, Clank which yep. is a game <laughs> that it, it wasn't... It isn't out, and yep. it isn't available. For, there's no demos available anywhere or anything. So I went back to game in, in Blue Water and went to look at their demo console again, because I thought, you know, what See, else what, have they got on what's here? What's on it, yeah. Yeah, and uh, this, the game that I played, I think, is out when you're listening to yeah, this, but it certainly now, wasn't. Well. Yeah, certainly wasn't when I played it at the weekend, and that's Street Fighter Five. <laughs> nice. Like played it. like three rounds of Street Fighter Five with the misses, and uh, yeah, first time I've played a, a. Do they still call them beat 'em ups? Yeah, like why not? They do. Okay, I'd cool. call it that. Well, that's not what I asked. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, okay. We'll go with beat em ups because we're old school anyway. Um, it, yeah, it's. I have absolutely nothing to say about it. It's exactly what you think it is. Yeah, uh, it looks looks very very pretty and um, controls beautifully as you would expect. Uh, but it is it is Street Fighter, so cool. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. No, yeah, uh, no, no, that's the thing. It is what it is, and like uh, I can tell you that if if um, it, it punished Ellen for button mashing in that I took a sort of cautious approach of trying to sort of block um, and block and attack yeah. in unique ways and stuff, and and I won because of that. So that's that's heartening, I suppose. Um, but yeah, nothing much else to say about it. It's a fighting game. It looks beautiful and it plays really nice. And you know, but still, I'm towing the same line as before, buddy. Uh, I wouldn't buy it because I'm not. I'm just not into that genre enough. And I'd have to make the effort to get into that genre before yeah, I that, considered a thing. purchase. Like we we're not into this genre. Like so, we can't say this is the fucking best beat 'em up of all time or not because. We don't know, unfortunately. That is not our expertise. If we do have any expertise, that is. And you find that on the websites as well. Like, I've seen a lot of the reviews come out, and it's very difficult to review this game if you're not hardcore. Yeah, or, totally. Like, it's difficult because it's it's a completely different... It's not like Uncharted. Like, Uncharted is very much the sort of same game for everyone, but something like Street Fighter Five is completely different depending on your level, your interest. Yeah. Like, it's... It's very, very hard to uh, to Game quantify it. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, difficult. Yeah. But um, all I can go on is what I... The, the, the very little I understand about that genre. And um, yeah, graphics are lovely, sounds lovely, characters look amazing, and I it mean, controls beautifully. That's a so, good start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that was that's pretty much me, buddy. Other than the the thing that we've both played, um, and have we both? Have you finished this now? Yeah, I finished it in one sitting. Nicely done. <laughs> um, and that is Firewatch. Yes, buddy. I found this game so enjoyable. Like um, pretty much from beginning to end, I didn't want to stop playing it. Like just being on my own in the woods, that's just so freeing, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I thought it was great. I thought it was a great game. Um, it's getting pelters for its ending. Um, we won't talk I... about any story stuff at all here because it's incredibly fucking annoying to listen to two people talking about something without oh, being able to actually say anything really and with a listener base who either already know it and are going, oh, just say it, and a listener base that haven't played it and are like, for fuck's sake, don't say anything. So <laughs> Yeah, which is always a good one. Um, I didn't mind the ending, to be honest. Um, it is what it is. It's kind of like a real life ending, which makes sense to me because that's what the game was. It is what it is, kind of thing. Absolutely, it's uh, it was a really enjoyable experience, and I tend to be a bit of a stickler for things like performance and frame rate. And it was dire. Yeah, in terms there of were performance lots of issues all over the place. Really terrible slowdown and pop in and and all sorts of problems there with the performance of it. Uh, the fact that I still really really enjoyed myself is a bit of a testament to the storytelling and uh, the atmosphere of the thing. I think so. Yeah, highly recommended. The I atmosphere think, really. was very good. Like yeah, sending me all different ways with mixed emotions and stuff. It was like wow, very good. Very did you, well written. Did you ever get a bit sort of? Nervous and, yes. and sort of shivery in place. I'm glad that wasn't just me. I it was genuinely like, made you feel really sort of um, alone. Yeah, and, and definitely. Kind of and that was the thing is like vulnerable. Like I, I don't know what's going to happen, and um, the climbing animation was the scariest thing for me. Yeah, because it was like that. you'd be climbing up a rock, and it's a set animation, so you can't change this. And I always thought that someone or something was going to be at the top of, of whatever I was climbing. And I was just I like... I had that as well. Oh, it was brilliant. It was so good. Uh, like the and the story fact to- that... Um, this isn't really a spoiler at all, but the very first time you repel down a, a surface yeah. you kind of fall you don't hurt yourself or anything yeah. but you fall and that sets up the whole rest of the game for you constantly thinking that you could fall yeah. at any moment anything can happen kind of thing <sighs> yeah it was just like a fantastic fantastic story fantastic game uh, the voice acting was excellent uh, I thought that they did it like the the rapport between the two characters was yeah, spot on, really. It was exceptional. It yeah. really was. It's some of the best voice acting I've ever come across in a game. Any game. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, we can't really say much more about it. Like, maybe we'll do like a little spoiler thing because I, I kind of want to talk about this a lot more. Like, I want to talk to I'd you. I'd be about totally this up for that. Yeah, okay. we can. I mean, you know, we've got uh, we've got the means to do whatever we want, buddy. We could release anything we want <laughs> we can pollute we, we can, can pollute the internet all. with whatever we want so uh, I'd be up for we could do like a little sort of half hour thing where yeah, we man. have a little chat about it that could be good that sounds cool we'll do that maybe keep an eye on our um, social media if if, uh, if we decide to do that then that's where we will mention it or it'll just appear on your feed I'd yeah imagine. probably just on the feed isn't it yeah just chuck it up there beautiful uh, yeah. so yeah um, I <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you're buying this on console, then if you can manage to sort of hold off playing it until they've patched out some of the problems, then that would be a great idea. But at the same time, I I know I came home the other day uh, having only played the first hour or so, and 
you know, you know what we're like. I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I read a lot of websites and I just felt like I, I got home and thought, I have to finish this now or someone is going to fucking wreck it for yeah, me. Definitely. Like, I have to, I had that. I've got to, got to finish this off right now. So I just sat down and was like, I'm not getting up until I've finished this game. Yeah, that's what I did. On, no uh, one can take this away from me. Sunday night, I think I, I finally finished playing about like half 12 and like at the end of it, I was just like, ah. <sighs> I just took a big yeah. sigh of relief and was like, that's done now. <laughs> I, th- I think I might go around again. You know, I don't think anything's really going to change from like um, the, um, was it conversation trees that I picked to what the ending of the thing will be. But you never know. It'd be interesting. I think I'll, uh, I will. I will definitely go around again once the thing has been patched. Yeah, I that's probably then. a good chat, actually. Wait until it's <laughs> working properly. and um, Yes. You, you might forget some stuff about it as well, which would be cool. Uh, and also worth noting, talking about reinstalling things and deleting things, buddy, that I now have my hard drive. Shit, yo. Um... I haven't, you haven't put it installed in yet. it yet, okay. but uh, I'll probably do that when we're finished recording and playing games tonight. I'll probably start it off and start some downloads going overnight, because I'm going to be away for a couple of days anyway. Yeah, true. But, <laughs> Just uh, leave it downloading. Hopefully your internet doesn't die again and again. Yes, uh, that was interesting. I was <laughs> had some internet difficulties. I think there's something wrong with the fibre, the actual cable, um, underneath my entertainment system, because I put... Ash's television in place and suddenly I was getting I think 180 kilobytes something like that that's, it, so, that's pretty fucking speedy buddy yeah it, it certainly is if it was 1998 but uh, <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah but uh, yeah definitely gonna get on that and that's gonna be cool cool buddy so yeah I think that'll do us won't it that's what we've been playing yep It's time for the news. The news. The news. The news. The news. The news. I'm ready. Keeping it simple, like it. Number one. Number wang. Number wang. Fallout Four is getting a shit ton of DLC, buddy. See, I thought they were going to hold off for this, like, until, like, E3, and then be like, here's all the DLC, but I guess, you know, they need to release some before then. <laughs> Do you think it gives further traction to the idea that they're going to be announcing a Skyrim at, at E3 now that they've, they can't announce this anymore? Yep. Um, they've, they've confirmed that they're doing a proper... Um, press conference so i just wonder what the f- i mean doom's going to be out before this as well before the e3 show yeah so what are they going to talk about if it isn't uh some sort of new elder scrolls game or something yeah it'll probably just be i don't know if they're, they're doing a full conference though yeah like you say fuck knows um maybe like some shitty like android game <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> An hour-long show devoted to like Fallout some Candy too. Crush rival or something. Yeah, it's going to be something. No, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think there's going to be. Um, that's the only thing that I can really think of. I mean, yeah, 
I mean, yeah, it'd be it'd be really good to have like uh, another edition of the Elder Scrolls. It'd be sweet. Maybe we get a new IP off of them now as well. I mean, what was just that multiplayer them. one? Not was it not Battleborn? It was something else. I can't remember. I think it's um, Battlecry, the game I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, that's right. And I suppose there's Dishonored too as well. That's yeah, uh, still in the pipeline. Yeah, so there's, there is other things for them to talk about, I guess. But I mean, they not they, enough though. I don't think. Well, and they spoke about most of those things last year as well. So yeah, I don't see why they would be doing a whole show to say it all again. Who knows? <laughs> Very interesting. Yes. Either way. Uh, the Fallout 4 DLC has been revealed. It, it's going to be three new add-ons. They're going to be coming out in March, April, and May. Uh, they are uh, $10 or £8 each. Um, obviously, if you have the season pass, then you're away. Uh, and the first one is something to do with... I think you can build your own custom robot from scratch okay, uh, as a companion. Cool, I guess. Um, Hundreds of mods mixing limbs, armor, abilities, and weapons like the all-new lightning chain gun. Uh, even customize their paint schemes and choose their voices. So that's the first one. Cool. Um, in April, we will be getting the Wasteland Workshop. Um, design and set cages to capture live creatures from raiders to death claws. Tame them or have them face off in battle against your fellow settlers. Uh, your the Wasteland Workshop also includes a suite of new design options for your settlements. Um, I think you can make like a almost like a cage and have like cage matches with the different <laughs> things you catch and stuff. Some yeah, sort of weird Fallout Pokemon kind of gore fest nice. sounds interesting. Uh, and then the final DLC, which is in May, um, is a much bigger DLC, and I think it's twenty quid or like uh, twenty five dollars. Okay. Um, and it is another, it's a all new story content, uh, Valentine's Detective Agency. Uh, it's a new island, uh, Far Harbor, I think it's called. And um, yeah, that's quite a lot of content. Uh, none of it really excites me. I, I haven't gone back to Fallout. Um, no. It hasn't. I mean, maybe now I'm going to have all, the, all of my games installed. I might end up going back to it, but. Uh, I've had no desire to revisit that game since Christmas time, frankly. So I don't know about you, buddy. Have you been back to it at all? Uh, no, I have not been back to it. But um, if I get time on my two weeks off, because obviously when babies are born, they want to sleep on you quite a bit. Yeah. And yeah. I, I find that a good time to um, play lots of single player games. So I might chuck a few few hours into this it's it's, a, it's on my list of single player games to try and do with a baby asleep on me <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a plan buddy indeed uh, the final few things worth noting with this is uh it's mildly controversial i suppose um because they have decided to expand their DLC plans from what they originally were they are actually going to be raising the season pass price um, which would be hugely controversial, I think, if they were doing it to everybody. But anyone who's already bought the season pass will get yeah. it at the original price. And you still have time to buy the season pass before the price hike. If you buy it before the 1st of March, then you will get all the new content for the old season pass price. So 
a bit cheeky, but I think fair enough, to be honest. They've given everyone notice and been good, you know, done right by everyone who already forked out. So, uh, And the final thing worth noting is that they're going to be holding some betas for this new content. Um, and you can sign up for that on the Bethesda website, Bethesda.net. And if you do so, then you could be eligible for discounts on the DLC, having helped them uh, test them and then ship them. So uh, that might be something worth doing for you if you um, if you have got a baby asleep on you and you are going to play some single-player stuff, buddy. Yeah, um, I'm good, thanks. Or not. Next, number two. <laughs> uh, Quantum Break is coming to Windows on the 5th of April. Um, so, yeah, this is not Xbox One exclusive. It's coming to the PC as well. Um, and the more interesting thing about this is if you buy the Xbox One copy digitally on the Xbox Live Store, then it will auto-unlock the PC version of the game. So you'll get the PC version for nothing with the Xbox One. That's very cool. Um, I'll find out which is cheaper and probably buy one. Yeah, I mean, it, it's <laughs> it's really good that you've still got a PC with some some degree of chops because it means that this sort of little blind patch we have with this podcast where neither of us have an Xbox can kind of be mopped up a little bit by you getting on stuff like Rise of the Tomb Raider and Quantum Break. So Yeah, man. It looks interesting. Still this TV show planned to run alongside it. Uh uh, I know we spoke about it before and I, I felt that it would possibly be a bit shit, but then Remedy <laughs> have released some great games in the past. So, Definitely have. You know, I, th- I think it's probably going to be balls, but I wouldn't be that surprised if it wasn't. Yeah, I d- I'm, I'm not sold on medium it. Yeah, me. it, it's going to be an average game, um, I think, but part of me wants this to be like fucking awesome. I don't know why. Yeah. I just think it'd be really cool if uh, if if Microsoft keep having big big hits. I want the console. Yeah, definitely. Like, I want the I want parity there. It's going to drive them both forwards. So, um, far rather than wishing bad games on the uh, people who decided on a different console to me, I'd actually very much like them to be really good. But um, yeah, there we go. Definitely, buddy. Uh, we move on to Destiny news, buddy. Yeah, no, right. What the uh, fuck? I don't even need to ask what you think of this, but I will do anyway. This is the news that Destiny 2 is coming in 2017 rather than this year. Uh, and instead, this year we'll be getting some sort of big DLC. Um, I would say like The Taken King, but judging by everything that's come out since The Taken King, I ask you, buddy, hmm. are you a bit worried about that? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, they've been extremely vague about what is coming out, and obviously now they've come out and said, yeah, you're not getting Destiny 2 this year, and that's next year. We'll, we'll give you another big old expansion. I'm like, all right, fine, don't chuck like a £40 price tag on that, though, because that's... That's not cool. I mean, that's what they'll do. They will do that, and it's really not not good enough. That I mean, hopefully they'll bring out a super deluxe edition that we'll we'll buy on disc and trade in the same day, and only <laughs> pay six pounds for it. You know, I mean, that's what anyone with common sense would do. I mean, Destiny Two, according to their original ten year schedule, was supposed to come out last year. Yep. 
and now it's it's coming out two years later rather than one year later. Um, meanwhile, they keep releasing gimmicky shit. I don't know if you've been on for the Valentine's Day stuff. No, it's the first one that I've I've missed. Uh, is it? Still, I think it's still on, isn't it? Till like the eighteenth or something. I, can't remember. I think so. Yeah. I so mean, I might pop on. I mean, we'll see. But I mean, it's. I think it's fair to say that you're a big fan of this game, and if you're starting to skip the free DLC, then then if, if you're completely losing interest, then they should be fairly concerned about the casual. So, oh, it's definitely, yeah, mate. Like interesting terrible. stuff. Um, I think. Um, I think a lot of this. Um, the what was it the crimson whatever it is day or whatever it is um, this months or little. DLC is I think it's more like two player like PvP and one I'm I don't, I'm not a big PvP player in that game. Uh, I mean we had fun towards the end of that actually we actually got into it and two I mean you haven't got it installed anymore. Um so I'm I'm not going to no. go and play with randoms on there and I won't be back online while it's still going on. Yeah exactly. On, so so uh, I'm I already set myself up to not play this. So <laughs> I'm fine. Fair play, buddy. Fair play. We shall move on to probably the most exciting news of the week, Ash. I know, uh, right? Hold me back, buddy. Fucking <laughs> hold me back. And this is the news that um, recently spotted on a developer's CV uh, was some sort of mention of Knack 2, suggesting that Knack 2 is currently being made mm. after the tremendous success of the Ugh. fantastically reviewed platformer Knack that we're yeah. still desperately waiting for on PS Plus. Uh, I can't believe it. It's amazing. I, like This game's going to be so good. <laughs> it's still really expensive on disc. I, I was in-game looking at Knack. I was thinking, I want, you know, if it was like six quid or something, then I, I would... Yeah. Still, I think it's like £18 in there still. It's well, like, you know, really? That's, that's the price you have to pay for a an incredibly good game I guess so yeah I guess so have we thought up for <laughs> like names for Knack 2 I mean off the top of my head I'm going to be calling it Knackered Knackered is nice yeah Knack 2 or Knackered uh, Double Knackers oh um, the Knackers yeah I like it Straight to the Knackers Straight to the Knackers that's a good Return one, yeah. of the Knackers ooh he's, he's yep. going for it Knack Swift two. Kick to the Knackers mmm <laughs> knackers knackered yeah Na- knack 2 ball bag edition <laughs> um, <laughs> <do> <laughs> uh, can't go wrong well anyway how very exciting um, and finally in the news this week um, we have a little bit more information on Doom which is fast becoming I think one of our most anticipated games of the year I think we're both really excited about this now yeah, and we've had lots of questions about it as well so um, this is the news that Doom's single player campaign is looking a good sort of 13 14 hours long according to recent reports um, which is cool you know I mean this is a game that has got a, a pedigree in the multiplayer um, but the fact that they've got a full-blown single-player campaign in there um, that's a decent length as well, um, yeah, just makes me more excited, to be honest, about this. Yeah, it's going to be totally messed up as well, you know that. No, oh, it's going to be terrifying. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to play this game. <laughs> Should be a giggle, though. But yeah, 13 hours, that's good enough for me. Whatever. 
I'm just yeah, like you say, it's just nice to have a single player campaign, really. You know, in in this day and age, on some of these games, bit of co-op would be nice in there, wouldn't it? Yes. Um, well, I think that's where um, Snap Map's going to come in, buddy. To be honest, uh, I think um, there's going to be a lot of custom game modes and shit made on that. And uh, I mean, yeah, we're going to have to hunt them down, but I think when we find some of the good ones, it'll be worth it. Certainly a game that's ready-made for sort of horde mode stuff, isn't it? Yeah, really? Gibbons, Do- indeed. And like I told uh, a couple of weeks ago, whenever it was about like um, escort the zombie kind of um, left for dead kind of style thing, that sounds loads of fun. Yo, yeah, it's man. gonna be great. Yeah, it is. It's gonna be really good. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it's not gonna look like shit on our consoles. Oh well, that'd be nice. <laughs> and that is the news. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. So what have we got this week, buddy? Fonz or a Phoenix? Uh, we have a Fonz, buddy, in keeping with the spirit of 2016 so far. Upbeat, I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, th- I think probably, to be honest, it's a controversial Fonz. For some, for some it could be a Phoenix, but I personally <laughs> believe it to be a Fonz. Yeah, Let's put it that way. It's, it's, yeah, this is a Fonz. To, to be diplomatic. Um, this is the news. It was rumoured fairly recently that Ubisoft were going to skip this year's Assassin's Creed. They weren't going to release one in 2016. They were going to sort of consolidate the franchise, go back to the drawing board, try and sort of revitalise it. Uh, And this week it was confirmed that indeed, despite the fact that there's an Assassin's Creed film penciled in to come out, I think in the autumn. Yeah, sometime um, there, isn't it? Usual time for stuff coming out. It's got Michael Fassbender in it, buddy, so it can't be that bad. Um... But either way, there will not be a new Assassin's Creed this year. So we've got to wait. But they've got another 12 months to work on. It was Egypt, isn't it? It's uh, apparently going to be set in the I believe next one. so. So, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, buddy, this is a big old Fonz. Because there have been some great Assassin's Creed games, but it has lost its way. And... Uh, I think that they probably should have taken this sabbatical last time round. Um, Syndicate reviewed slightly better than Unity because it was QA'd slightly better, I think. But at the same time, it was the same stale stuff. And yeah. it's time for a break. It's time to refine things and, you know, revitalize some of these systems that have been in place since the very early 360 days. It's It's time to make some changes and i think that it's a commendable decision obviously such a big money spinner but they've recognized that they need to do something and they're doing it what do you think yeah i mean i I just hope that like since unity obviously um they already had syndicate in the pipeline so they they got that out if that had any online features obviously they canned all of them uh i'm guessing that it did have some kind of online feature but because of the fact that Unity just dive bombed so badly, I guess at release they were like, right, let's just strip this back so like minimalize the you know chance of error, 
Um, and I'm really hoping that they're looking at more of the co-op side of Assassin's Creed. Like, um, I think we should pick up Unity at some point. I know it hasn't got like full co-op, but I think it would be pretty cool to just have like a dick about it and see what like the whole doing shit together is like. But I'm, my main thing is like, I'm hoping they're taking these like couple of years that they've had now to develop that online side of it and be able so we can dick about in Assassin's Creed land together and shit like that, buddy. Definitely, man, because I, I mean, I think we can both agree that Black Flag was a, a really solid game. Like we got quite a lot of enjoyment out of that. And and yeah, you're right. Unity, when Unity was announced, I was kind of skeptical about the French Revolution stuff, but I was drawn in by the co-op stuff because yep. we we are inherently co-op gamers. We we like to play games together with with each other and and with our other friends. We prefer it. A lot of people, I know, I hear a lot of. Um, uh, game journalists on podcasts who like nothing better than single player stuff and actually kind of shun the multiplayer bits and yeah. bobs and and prefer to sort of escape into their own little bubble kind of thing that's not us we like co-op games and we like sharing um, buddy yeah we do and i totally <laughs> agree with you like they made and they made such a big deal with the co-op in unity that i think you're right like it was a sensible business decision to axe it from uh, syndicate but at the same time it felt like they were building up to more co-op stuff and then suddenly they took it away. So yep. I think you're probably right. I think we should we should expect some some really interesting multiplayer stuff in 2017 and um and they've got given themselves the time to work on that. So that can only be a good thing. Gibbons, buddy, like just take a leaf out of the divisions book, I'm guessing. That that seems to work quite well so far. Looks like it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, shit, that's this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, this weekend coming for us. Oh, uh, this weekend just gone for podcast listeners. Um, yeah, get back onto that again. See if they've made any changes. That'd be cool. Nice. And now it's time for Out This Week. I'm not going to be boo-hoo or whatever. Come on then. What have we got? We've got anything good? <laughs> Let me start this out this week section, buddy, with what I started out this week with last week. Mm, um, and that is the ship remastered, which was supposed to come out last week uh, and was delayed one week, about three days after our podcast recording. Um, it's, yeah, it's out this week now. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't just making shit up, people. It's, uh, it's on its way. Uh, as a quick refresher, this is the, it's a sort of first person tactical shooting game where at the start of each, uh, multiplayer session, you're given a target who you have to, uh, kill without anyone else spotting you do it. Um, and meanwhile, someone else obviously has your name and is trying to kill you with no one noticing. So it makes for a, a very interesting sort of uh, Miss Marple on drugs, I'd probably describe it. <laughs> yeah, that, um, that sounds about right, I would say. It sounds cool. But uh, yes, it really is coming out this week. So <laughs> that's cool. Maybe. Um, one of the big hitters this week, we have Far Cry Primal releasing on Xbox One and PS4. That's on the 23rd of February. Um, are you excited no. for this at all? No interest at all? <laughs> None whatsoever, no. I don't know. I haven't done any research into it. Um, from what I've heard, people 
don't really know what to expect. I don't know if they've released more about this game. Like I, I remember seeing like a big cat. There's been some. Uh... They, they they stirred up a bit of controversy by giving out some uh, early preview codes to YouTubers rather than um, reviewers. No, uh, no that up happened. Some, uh, advertisement and shit, didn't it? Yeah, free free PR for yeah. you there. But um, it's running on the Far Cry Four engine with a few bells and whistles, and it looks to me like it's going to be a, a sort of. Far Cry 4.5 rather than a, a, a new... What was the other one? Dragon something, can't remember. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That sort of thing. So uh, it, it looks interesting. It looks quite impressive. Um, but it also looks like the sort of game that, that you and I would probably pick up once it hit about £10 in about a year and a half's time. So Cool, can't wait. Look forward yeah, to our review. Forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also out this week, Hitman Go is coming to the PS4 at the Vita, uh, and I believe Steam as well. Um, yeah, this is a game that you have on Android and you've been playing on your tablet. So, yeah, what, what do you make of that? It coming to PS4? That seems a little odd to me. Yeah, I can kind I of understand it coming to Vita. Console. Like, yeah, the Vita. I guess Steam as well because you know uh, Windows tablets and things like that. And but I don't know why it's coming to a PS4. Uh, it's a bit weird that but then again that's my gaming habits other people play games differently obviously uh. <laughs> I guess so I just it from everything that you said about it and from what I've seen watching some videos and stuff it really doesn't look like something that anyone would want to play on a on like a HD console on it's, a big it's television it's a puzzle game that's all it is it's a puzzle game uh, and not on the scale of The Witness so <laughs> that's why it shouldn't be on a console I think that's fair enough. Mm. Uh, so what else we got this week? We have uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2 is releasing this week. That's on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Uh, we had a little go at the open beta on this <laughs> yeah, we did. and found it confusing. Extremely confusing and pretty rubbish. I mean, But a, a solid package. It looked nice and, you know, uh, probably will appeal to people who aren't us. But uh, yeah, that's out this week. Uh, we have Runner 2. Uh, it's coming out on the PS4. That is a 2D side-scroller. Um, yeah, again, it looks a bit androidy. <laughs> looks a bit androidy. Like, it is. It's a, it's a, it's a 2D side-scroller. What, what do I know there, buddy? Maybe it'd be really good. Um, it's true. Toki Tori 2 Plus is out on the PS4. This is a former Wii U game, and it is a... 2D side-scroller. Isn't Tokitori uh, on, like, number one on the PS4 already, I think? I want to say. No, that's Dookie Dookie or whatever it is, isn't it? Dookie Dookie shit shit, as yeah. you describe it. Uh, Doki Doki is... Whatever. Uh, yeah, that's a different game. Well, yeah, that game. <laughs> it's an important distinction to make between Doki and Dookie, buddy. It's fine. Uh, Wondershot is coming out on PS4. Sounds um, nice. It's fucking open season for PS4 indie Android wank this week, oh, by the looks yes. of things. My best uh, this time is, of This year. is a top-down multiplayer couch co-op game. Um, I, I do it a little bit of a disservice, to be honest, because it looks quite fun. But um, again, if it hasn't got online, then it's not something we're going to buy or play. Um, we should try out old um, 
thingy again at some point. Share plane. See if Share that play. works again or not. Probably not. Yeah, it might. Uh, it might be worth examining just to see what the delay's like on something yeah. like that. No. Try that sports friends or something, buddy. Yeah, that's that with that jousting. That is fucking piss funny. <laughs> it should be good. Yeah. Uh, and finally this week we have uh, Tiny Troopers Joint Ops on the Xbox One. This is a sort of isometric top-down war game co-op Diablo sort of thing. Cool. Enjoy that Xbox One owners. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and that is out this week. And now it's time for the JFG Top 5. So what's the top five, top five this week, buddy? Hit me. So there's been quite a bit of discussion recently about um, trophy hunting. Uh, I've seen some interesting articles recently on whether trophies and achievements and stuff are of any significance anymore or if it's just sort of a gimmick that no one gives a toss about anymore. Uh, I know uh, another podcast that I listen to, they've been discussing the sort of playing just for the sake of getting trophies thing and uh, that's quite an interesting thing as well yep so i thought it would be a, a good topical top five this week buddy to have the top five uh, achievement stroke trophy hunting games that we have played we've scoured back through our uh, trophy library and our achievements library to look at the the games that not necessarily bad games but games that we kept playing when we really had had our fill and needn't have played them anymore, just so you could get that platinum or a few more G's, buddy. So we've got a, a top five list here, and uh, we also have an honourable mention section at the end, which was a, a period of your life, I know, oh, for yeah. about sort of six to eight months, where you uh, picked up some some genuine stinkers and just no, got really no. stuck in. They were special games. I mean, a couple of them are in this list, I must say. <laughs> the, the list wasn't big enough for us to fit all of them on. <laughs> no, I had I had a lot of these, but you know, I, I managed to get one in there that I was uh, I was quite happy to get every single achievement on. Um, Beautiful thing. So yeah, we're, we're going to kickstart with cars, as in this is the uh, the game of the movie. Yeah, I I got a hundred thousand uh, G's on that. What about it? Do you remember what you had to go through to get that? Loads of shit, probably. Like, was it a terrible game? Yeah, it was awful. Car handling was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe there was different races, but then there was like an open world aspect to it, and you probably had to go and collect like different items that had scattered about that open world. And I remember doing that part of it the most at the end, which was loads of fun. Yeah. That's why I did it. <laughs> did you use a guide for that? Probably. More than likely. <laughs> well, that's a solid pick then. Yeah. Uh, that's in a number one. Uh, next one of mine. Um, this is Rayman um, on the PS4. And this isn't a bad game. This is an excellent game. But 
once I had completed this game, I really should have stopped playing it. Yes. But I didn't, Ash. I didn't stop playing it. What is that, buddy? Uh, That's because there was a specific trophy which asked you to pick up 6,000 points. And when you finished the game, you were only on 4,800 points. That's not that far away. It it doesn't sound that far away (laughs) until you learn that the only way to pick up points once you've finished playing is to play the daily challenges, of which there were, I think, either two or three. Uh, And unless you were an absolute deity on this game, then the most you could pick up points-wise each day was about 50 points. Sounds fun. So you you had to earn (laughs) 2,200 points at a rate of 50 points a day. Cool. And that is exactly what I did. So when, when you got that trophy, did you just stop playing it? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Well done. So there you go. Nice. I, I did. Well played. I played through. I got that trophy. It took months, literally months. Uh, and that was months of me turning on the console every day, which isn't isn't anomalous. I tend <laughs> yeah, to play every day that's, anyway. That's normal. But spending at least 20 minutes of my gaming every day going through the daily challenges on Rayman just to get those points nice, until buddy. I finally just racked up them. enough and nice. got that platinum, which was a completely pointless exercise. Well, from one game that takes fucking ages to get every single point to a game that takes literally about 10 minutes to get a full thousand Gs. And that is <laughs> NHL 2K6 on the Xbox 360. Now, I remember doing this. It was a classic cheaty way of doing it. Um, you needed two controllers, a buddy, and... Um, Set all the settings on like the highest difficulty and then just do a set menu of tasks. I think there was only a couple of tasks to do. And then within 10 minutes, bish bosh, 1,000 Gs in the bag. <laughs> that's unbelievable that they got away with doing that, especially on a game that, I mean, that's, that's a big franchise, the 2K franchise. Like, how did they get away with I such believe a, this like, was like the first, like, uh, NHL 2K game that came out on the 360 so it was oh. achievements were in their infancy at that point so they had no fucking clue That's they why. didn't understand the importance of them or the no. concept so they just phoned it in yeah they were just like <laughs> yeah do that and you know that sounds really hard to do you know against the computer these things are really hard to do but if you just get a second controller you can just be like yeah bosh done <laughs> <laughs> classic beautiful thing Europe. Uh, next on our list, we have uh, Splinter Cell Conviction, which I was surprised to learn I had a thousand G'd on my uh, well Xbox played, profile. Man. Can you remember yeah, any I, of it? I remember playing, I remember really enjoying the game. I remember playing through it at least three times. Um, That'll do it. But I don't remember making a concerted effort to pick up the trophies um this was a really strange game because it, it was really divisive when it came yeah. out it was Definitely it wasn't was, stealthy wasn't it? like the old ones it still had elements of that but you could kind of you had a, a system where you could mark like three targets and execute them all at once and it felt a bit arcadey almost which was kind of going against what splinter cell had always been about so yeah i don't know i i really enjoyed playing through that game clearly but 
I think my 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 memories of it have been kind of slightly tarnished by all the shit that it gets and and still gets the even to this day. Yeah, a lot true. of people think it was kind of the death of the franchise, but uh, no, I, I played all the way through that. I don't think there were collectibles. I think it was just lots of stuff like get a certain number of headshots in specific difficulty modes on specific levels and that sort of thing. Um, but I don't remember it being a ball ache at all. I, re- I just remember having a really good time. So I suppose that's an example of achievements done right. Gibbons, buddy. And another game where achievements were done right, I believe, was in um, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Um, that game is so vast and you can do so much in it. And I think the achievements in that actually kind of hone it in, which was quite nice. They, they say, go here and do that kind of thing. And it's like, oh, okay, cool, I can do that now. Like, it, in a world that's so vast, um, especially in, in the days where, like, these games weren't readily available to console owners, I must say. Um, yeah, it just gave you that a little bit of guidance. Um, not to say that's all I did in that game. I did a hell of a lot more and did all the DLC as well. Um, oh, was it Shivering Isles or whatever it was? And yeah, like yeah. So you're yeah. saying the, the, the achievements gave you a, almost like a bit of direction so that you didn't miss anything? Yeah, in a way, you know, it, it, well, it, it steered you to all the different guilds, really. That was the main thing. Uh, yeah. The Fighters Guild, Thieves Guild, and all, all, all the rest and stuff like that. And, you know, like, I'm guessing someone could have played that game and, like, not even known about, like, the Fighters Guild. So, you know, maybe maybe that helped someone in, in that direction. But... Yep, that was a, a great game, and I think like getting all all the G's on that game was yeah satisfying. I must say, nice, buddy. I remember you. Um, I think you and Funk and PJ all got a thousand G's on that, and then completed the Shivering Isles as well. Mm. Or at least two or three of you did it. So, um, I, I don't know. I kind of ran out of steam on Oblivion for some reason, and and as you say, like I wasn't looking at the trophies at all, and. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that there were huge sections of that game that I never saw. So I think that's really, you know, that's something to be proud of if they've managed to put an achievements list together that shows off every aspect of, of a, a vast world. That's really cool. Yeah, man, definitely. Definitely. So well, yeah, there's our, that's our top five, um, very personal top five this week. Basically games that we've took a run at the platinum stroke thousand g's for yeah that is uh cars uh rayman nhl 2k6 splinter cell conviction and oblivion yeah Uh, and now it's time for buddy that the first one cars could be interchanged with literally any of these honorable mentions as well (laughs) (laughs) so this is a list of games that ash played at a similar time um probably in his pants and here we have with some honourable mentions, buddy. These are all games that you have a thousand Gs on on the Xbox 360. Uh, so we have Surfs Up, yeah, um, CSI Hard Evidence, cracking game, great game, great game, Open Season, ah, oh, so good, Lost the Game, ah, oh, my favourite. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't get better than that game. I mean. I had no idea what was going on, and I didn't watch the show, but it was a fucking easy thousand Gs, buddy, so I did it. You never watched Lost? I think I watched, like, a few episodes at the beginning, and I was like, this is shit. Fuck off. I, w- I think I watched about six episodes, and then I was like, 
this is going to be one of those things that they drag out for six years and nothing happens, isn't it? Mm. And it sounds like that's what happened. So I'm I don't glad know. I jumped ship at that point. I gave up. <laughs> so there we go. And now it's time for Many Moons Ago. Many Moons Ago. So where are we going back to this week, buddy? I mean, we've had some lovely trips the past few weeks, but, you know, let's, let's get relative with this time machine. It's been smooth works. sailing since we installed that continuum transfunctioner. Ah, no, not but, the continuum uh, transfunctioner. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we had several different options this week, um, and we had several more prestigious games to choose from this week. But rather than that, we went for something that I think is dear to both our hearts, and we both owned, or at least played a shitload of. Yes, a lot. And so I think probably the best bet is to head back to the 22nd of February, 2005, which saw the release of the one and only FIFA Street. What a game. I mean, it's uh, it, it reminded me of, um, what was it, FIFA 98? With the inside football, um, I know ninety seven had it on the PC. Yeah, uh, had, the ninety seven is always get with it the wrong squeaky by floor. You. Yeah, yeah, and and that's it. Like it, rem- it was a reminisce of that kind of thing. Obviously, like nearly ten years later, um, just having this like small, like localized, um, yeah, close, small teamed football match. It was really cool, and then obviously, you know all the wicked skills and shit like, that came along with it made it a bit more arcadey. So it was, you know, it, it brought a, a, a new bit of life to the mundaneness of, of football games, I guess, that, that can happen. So, yeah, this was, uh, this was back in 2005. This came out on the PS2, the original Xbox. Uh, I'd like to call it the Xbox One, personally, buddy. Yeah, and yeah. the... Uh, the GameCube, um, one of the things that I remember very, very strongly about it was the commentary, uh, which uh, I've I've looked this up rather than retained this information, but was uh, <laughs> MC Harvey of the So Solid Crew, buddy. Yeah, classic, buddy. I mean, I'm pretty sure at the time I thought it was like Dizzy Rascal or something like that, but yeah. I, you... I thought it was Dizzy Rascal as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you are correct with that, and... Um, yeah, it was so funny. Some of some of the commentary, like um, like just go on YouTube and and watch some of it. It's 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 pretty special. <laughs> it's just really fun. Like the gameplay was really fun and flowing. Um, it, incidentally, in looking this up, that this game did not review especially well at all. You're talking sort oh, of no. six out of tens for the it's, most it's part. It's a terrible game. I mean, <laughs> featureless, but I think it had a decent career mode that you could play co-op, and and this was back in the days when we were playing couch co-op more than anything else, and uh, yeah, you had it on your Xbox, and I, I would come over daily and play <laughs> play this game. I think we yeah. got pretty good at it. Like this was the same era of the when we were playing um, NFL, NFL Street. Street and fucking so good. We yeah, put a like- lot of time into these. <laughs> The thing, like, with this game, it's it's totally arcade. There's no, like, simulation to it at all. Like, uh, I'm, I'm literally just watching a video on YouTube of the gameplay, and it is 
It looks incredibly bad, like, the, the different stuff you can do, um, like, getting round players, like, passing, like, ridiculous passing, ridiculous skills, and, but it, it is what it is, and, like, um, was it, there's, like, a combo meter, so you do, like, five or six, like, tricks in a row, or, yeah. or like, decent passes, you get your combo up, and then, like, you get to, like, make a special shot or something. Yeah, which was, like, almost unstoppable. Yeah, totally, but once again, sets in that arcade way, and I think that's why I really enjoyed it, because, uh, yeah, it was different. Really nice graphically for the time, it ran really fluidly as well, like... Yeah. I think it was using the FIFA engine of the day, like the 0506 FIFA engine, but because it was it was such a small um, pitch and hardly any players, like it, it just ran really nice and smooth. Yeah, um, I remember the sound being really good as well. Like, and, and there's always this danger when you you know the, as soon as they attach street to the title, then there's a danger of middle-aged people trying to know what it's like being from hood or something you know that yeah but i think they did quite a good job of negating all of that with uh getting a sort of fully fledged commentator in from the, the the sort of grime scene of the time and stuff it kind of helped it was just really fun um probably not especially good game and probably not especially memorable now i know they tried to reboot it a second time back into 2012 um, with limited success but I just remember having a blast on this game and probably most of it was to do with the fact that it was me and you playing it and it was a bit stupid but uh, I just have really fond memories of it definitely buddy uh, it's it's one of those games I probably will never forget <laughs> totally sadly <laughs> So yeah, that is the 22nd of February 2005, which saw the release of the very first version of FIFA Street, which we played on the original Xbox. The Xbox One. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't let it lie. So now it is time for the JFG Quiz. Oh, fuck yeah, buddy. And I've got one ready for you. If I can tab over to the page. This is off the back of uh, a devilishly difficult GTA GTA quiz that I gave you last week. So, uh, you're a man that loves games. Hello. You're a man that also enjoys movies. Hi, I, I like a good film. This is therefore a given that you love movies about games <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> welcome to the jfg game movie quiz game movie quiz game movie quiz yeah or movie game quiz whatever i don't care i do what i want <laughs> okay that sounds better yeah so we, we've i've got five questions about different game related movies buddy Fucking hell. Do you know your gaming movies? Absolutely not. Brilliant. Okay. So, question number one. <clears throat> what was Lara Croft looking for in the 2001 smash hit Lara Croft Tomb Raider? Was it A. The Triangle of Light B. The Amulet of Mara or C. The Fate of Fools Uh, 
B. He's going for B. Are you sure about that? No. Okay. Unfortunately, it wasn't B. B, uh, the Amulet of Mara, is from uh, Skyrim. Uh, it was the Triangle of Light, buddy. Shit. Which was A, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, in the classic film Street Fighter, featuring, uh, I think it was Jean-Claude Van Damme, from like 93, I'm guessing. Um, who played Cammy? Was it Carmen Electra? Pamela Anderson or Kylie Minogue? A. You're going Carmen Electra. Yes. 1993. Ugh. Yeah? <laughs> 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 well, now you said that, then oh, I'm like, I could be bluffing. Oh, no. Who knows? <sighs> Don't remember. It's John uh, I mean, Van Damme, isn't it? He's ace. Yeah, but ninety-three. Yeah. Kylie would have been in like she'd have been doing like the locomotion and shit in nineteen ninety-three because <laughs> uh, that was one of the first records that I had as a as a tiddlywink. Um, cool. But Carmen Electra, you have made me doubt Carmen Electra because of the 1993 <laughs> thing. And now if I change my mind and change to Pamela Anderson, who I have no recollection of being involved in that movie <laughs> franchise, I'm going to feel like the world's greatest <laughs> asshole for doing yeah. so. St- stick with A, buddy. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, uh, Pamela Anderson. I wouldn't pick Pamela Anderson. <laughs> He's helping me now. It's going to be Kylie. I'll stick with Carmen Electra. I'll go with that. Okay, um, yeah, uh, you were right at the end there. It was C, Kylie Minogue, buddy. Uh, there you go. Okay, um, now we're moving on to uh, Hitman. Not so much the film, but a question about Hitman. What are the first two digits of Agent 47's barcode? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I've done to you. I don't know either, buddy. Is it 47, 13, or is it 64? You sort of shouted that last one. I wonder why. <laughs> Far be it for me to pass up that opportunity, buddy. I'm going, I'm going with 64. <laughs> it is C, 64. Yay! Yeah, buddy. He's off I'm the mark. so clever. <laughs> okay. I've got a nice easy one for you here. We're going on to Prince of Persia with, uh, I think it was like Jake, what is it, his name is? Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Indeed. So, um,. Prince of Persia, was it Prince of Persia, the Hands of Time, Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time, or Prince of Persia, the Glands of Time? Oh, <laughs> it's hang a on. Talk amongst yourselves, one moment. I'm going to go with Sands, buddy. You're sands of Sands of Time. I, I don't give these labels like A or B, you know, I'm just like... Whatever. We don't mate. need to go there. No, I'm not that guy. So he's picked up another point there, which is nice. Now, big fan of Resident Evil? I know you are. How many Resident Evil films have been released? 
five, six, or seven? I thought the first one was really good, especially when that geyser got chopped up into uh, little pieces. Into um, little bits, yeah. That was fun. So they, they've definitely made more than one, buddy, because well, my first, two is my, not an option. Bef- before you one. read out the multiple choice answers, I was thinking four. Uh, the fact that that isn't an option... <laughs> um, there's more. I suppose four. I'll go with the nearest number two four, which was five. So I'll go with A, five. He's gone for five and he's got it. There is five (laughs) that have been released and there is another one in the works which I believe is released next year, buddy. So, three out of five in the end. So if you're listening next year, then that question is wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, that's fine. (laughs) We can't future-prove a quiz, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, things change. That's a tricky quiz, buddy. I mean, if you ask me, like, in a quiz, like, what is today's date? You know, that is always changing on a daily basis. It's true. It's true. Yep. So, buddy, I think you did pretty well there in the end. You know, (laughs) you pulled it back. Those were four really difficult questions. Yeah, I know. My bad. (laughs) Um, No, it was was cool, man. It was interesting. With with the first one... um, the Lara Croft one, I, I picked um, the the Triangle of Light was from the film, the Amulet of, of Mara was from Skyrim, and Fate of Falls was from Destiny. So I didn't know that might have narrowed it down or not. I just, but um, I, I really thought you would have known the Street Fighter one about Kylie Minogue. I thought everyone just knew that. No, I I don't think it. I've ever seen that film. I've seen clips. Oh, of mate, it, but... you're missing a treat there. I mean, now you are should... you sure? Yes, I mean it's fucking <laughs> awesome. I don't know yes, if I is. am missing out there, buddy. It's got Carly that... Minogue and John Claude Van Damme in it and other people that yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, well played, buddy. Carmen Electra was a really good, like, uh, false answer because... I know, right? She strikes me very much as the sort of person who'd be in, like, a shite game tie-in. <laughs> I don't actually know how old she would have been in 1993. So, um... <laughs> she could have quite happily played that. I don't know. Uh, she was born in 72, so do the math. Yeah, she could have done that easily. 21. Well, fair play. No, it was a good quiz, though, buddy. It was it was tricky, and this is for the listener as well as for me. Give Old it. retard me. So, uh, yeah. Thank you very much. No bobs. Now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting questions. some questions buddy uh, Funk does have a question for us this week but I have moved his question into Q&A because he's basically involved in a sort of question discussion with PJ and I wanted to keep them close together okay. so his actual question will follow in the next section but Funk has come back 
um, in reply to PJ's um, question last week about gaming injuries. Oh, God. Okay. So what's he done? He was just remembering, and I had I had forgotten this completely, but uh, Funk says, I remember after our gaming marathon Gotham sessions back in the 360 days, we would stop for a cheeky smoke. And when you closed your eyes, there was a massive glowing blue square there, which couldn't have been healthy. <laughs> I'd forgotten this completely. This was back yeah. in the days of 360 before Party Chat, where we had to be in a game lobby. Yep. And we would stop for a fag, and we would say to everyone, we're stopping for a fag. And yeah. everyone would like either leave or accept that. But we had like a proper community going. We used to get people coming in to our lobby weekly, and it was kind of a better time for online play, I think, before... Everyone seemed to become an asshole, and we just sort of shut ourselves off to the world. But, um, but yeah, no, I remember this very, very well because Gotham was a game that you literally just could not blink. You had to just keep looking all the time, especially when there were sort of 12, 14 cars on the track. And yeah, we'd go. I, I used to be around my mate's house, and he had like an ensuite with a giant sunken bath. So mm. I, sporadically throughout the evening, I would be lying in this bath, uh, uh, this dried bath with a, a fag in my mouth, just uh, <laughs> chatting away to strangers. Very much so, buddy. It was mm. back in the uh, the wine in a box days oh, <laughs> of my youth. Days. Yep. And then the box turns into a bag. Oh, it does. It certainly does if you want to get the last dregs out of it. Yes, very <laughs> much so, buddy. Beautiful. So let's move a fuckwit corner into Q&A as we answer Funk's question, among others, from PJ. Cool, buddy. Have we got many then? Obviously, we definitely have one. We've got a good old selection of stuff from PJ and Funk, so let's go through a bit of it, shall we? Uh, This is from Funk, but it's PJ-related, so here it is in Q&A. What is the worst sports stroke event to be made into a game? I would say darts makes for a fecking awful game experience. Bowling is another example of a big steamy game turd, not including the Wii, obviously. So I know there have been some some bowling games come out and and not been on the Wii. But um, yeah, I mean... What springs to mind here, buddy? I think on the PS Store right now, you're talking maybe like um, that Tour de France game looks pretty bad. There's a, I think there's a handball game on the handball uh, that looks good on the. I store remember the on the original PlayStation, I had some kind of mountain biking game. I played the absolute shit out of it, but that that was terrible. It wasn't like <laughs> extreme or anything. It was like literally like mountain bike racing, but like just really shit. I, can't I think the first like really shitty sports game that I had was um, California Games on the Mega Drive. Nice. Um, that was a really bad game. And, and I think uh, I played it a lot with my sister when we were really little. And I think we knew it was a bad game, even though we were young. And, you know, it was probably the cutting edge of technology at the oh, time. Oh, definitely, yeah. But we, we knew it was shite, but we still really loved it. And we played the shit out of that game. But, yeah, you're always going to get these terrible... I mean... Certainly, the the lesser sports, the less uh, commercial profitable sports, the shit of the game. <laughs> I think so, yeah, because they tend to get farmed out to developers that don't really know what they're doing. Uh, I know the the rugby games um, have looked <laughs> I really just bad. 
Oh my god. Did you ever used to play or have you ever played G1 Jockey? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking horse racing, buddy. But me and my mates, like, we rented it from Blockbusters. We got, like, a fucking crate of, like, 4X or whatever it was. Just fucking got pissed up playing G1 Jockey. I mean... <laughs> Salad days, buddy. What system was that on? Like the PlayStation 2, I want to say. Okay. (laughs) I think I I must have been like 16 or something at the time. Uh, Yeah. G1 Jockey, mate. I mean, that that is is the pinnacle of sports games. It's hard to top. I mean, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It was a good one. Fuck me. It depends what you class as a sport as well, like all those hunting games, those low-budget hunting games. Oh, mate, no. Fuck off. Those games are great. Old, um, oh, shit, what's it called? Cabela's or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. Those, I've played hours of those games. Those are fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, in answer to his question, uh, PJ responds because we have a, a, a Facebook chat that we have in place with everyone kind of in it, uh, beautifully named the Soup Kitchen. And um, so PJ responds to Funk's question. He says, what about water polo? I think it was included in an Olympic Games game once, or NES or Super Nintendo maybe. Can't see that apparently brutal sport making a good game. Uh, He also says, biathlon has got to be another contender for a sport which would be a pile of turd. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that's the only thing, like, with these, um, like, Olympic games. Like, there's so much diversity in the games. They can kind of pull it off, them all being a bit shit. So you've got one overall decent game. But if it, if it's one one game, like, specifically, like you say, like, handball or, like, uh, Tour de France, like, that's going to struggle a lot more than all these little mini games. Yeah, very much so. Uh, yeah, there was a, there was a water polo game on like the NES. I think it was on the C sixty four as well. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, there's certainly like a lot of sports that really don't warrant. <laughs> like, if you haven't got the interest, like if it's too niche a sport, then you won't have the budget to get a decent dev on board and and yeah, make I mean, something worth like, playing. Look at like um, the rugby games. I mean, like the only decent rugby game that I played was I think it was like Jonah Lomu Rugby back on like the original PlayStation again yeah uh, since then I, I have yet to play some sort of decent rugby game I mean it shows how difficult it is because there aren't even that many decent tennis games no and true. that's a massive sport cricket that's as well mate I mean Don Bradman yeah. and uh, golf honourable mention for Rory McIlroy <laughs> there buddy <Yeah. laughs> fucking awful indeed man so yeah <laughs> there, there's there's quite a bad quite a lot of bad sports games just because the funding isn't there, I reckon. Very much so. Uh, so let's move on to the, our next question from PJ. Um, he says, have you ever lost your gaming mojo? Uh, and if so, what got it back for you? Anything jump to mind here, buddy, for you? I don't know about mojo, but I mean, like, I, I quite often lose the drive to play certain games. Um, like... I'll look at it, like, for instance, um, Rainbow Six Siege, not alienating it out or whatever, if that's the actual word, I don't know. I look at it, 
on my like hotbar or whatever you want to call it, and I just don't want to load it up. Never have any desire to. No, it's like yeah. like Diablo three as well. I mean, it's there, but I just don't want to play it. Um, so I don't know about losing my actual gaming mojo because I, I will literally just force myself to play something until I have fun, which is kind of weird. But um, yeah, uh, like maybe for certain games, I will lose my mojo for certain games. I think, but not Destiny. I think the obvious example for me, buddy, is the um, my first-person shooter drought, which lasted yeah. a good God knows how long, like five years or something, probably. Yeah, that was a good one. And uh, yeah, I just I I've always played shooters. Uh, I grew up with stuff like Doom and Quake, and Unreal Tournament was one of my favorite games for many years. My favorite game ever is Half Life and Half Life Two. So. Uh, I just suddenly got to the stage where we were playing these competitive shooters on the 360 and I wasn't having fun anymore. And uh, That will happen. Totally went off the, the, the whole genre, which, you know, is, is a, a source of some concern if you're a gamer because quite a lot of fucking shooters come out. So it, <laughs> just it, was, it was difficult and it's taken a very long time for, for things to sort of turn around. So... I think I lost my mojo there and, and I just had no desire to, to play those games anymore. And it, and it took a concerted effort and for some some fun shooters to come out in Battlefront and, and Black Ops 3 to sort of turn things around. Um, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't that I was particularly bad at them or, or anything like that. It wasn't that I was kind of throwing my toys out the pram. I just had no desire bit. to. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be back anyway and looking yeah, forward to man. looking forward to lots of stuff that's coming out this year like Battlefront DLC and Doom for example so Woo. so there you go so finally from PJ this week uh, he says there have been a few goes at incorporating fitness into gaming the Wii springs to mind with the nunchucks and balance board do you think that there's a market for linking physical activity to game time? For example, your console checks your fitness device to see if you have hit a predetermined threshold since last gaming session before letting you log in. Uh, you or your parents could set it to one-to-one or one-to-two for exercise time versus gaming time, etc. Um, what do you think about that? I don't think that there's ever going to be a situation where you can give yourself like the hard, like <laughs> like cold shoulder from gaming or whatever, because no one's going to make a game that makes you want to stop playing games. Um, but what do you think about fitness games, buddy, in, in this day and age? I mean, with the VR coming in, I suppose we could talk about that really with fitness stuff. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you could do like VR, like, I mean, have like a static bike and that could be linked up and you'd be like doing a bike ride. You could be doing the fucking Tour de France, buddy, and that game would be amazing then. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> first person VR. running on the spot for like marathon running and that sort of thing, that's kind of viable as well. I'd rather just sit there and, you know float around I think <laughs> <laughs> I mean the Wii Fit stuff was really popular for a time wasn't it and I don't think that it's the I don't think that people lost interest with Wii Fit I think it's just for an archaic console that's kind of been phased out I think if the NX came out with a whole new like set of fitness stuff then... yeah maybe I, I don't I don't think consoles are the place for this uh, to be honest I think like the phone market and the smart watch 
market have got these tied up because one everyone's got them especially a phone and two like it's just fucking easy download an app and it's like yeah go for a run it's like alright then I'll go for a run or whatever whatever it says to do you know knock one out like no, that's <laughs> one of my favourite apps <laughs> you love that app the old yeah, big fan it's like oh yeah. my alarm's going off oh, it's telling me to knock one out better do it that's what you want yeah it's a bit think. exercise isn't it lose a bit of weight <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I don't I, th- I think the whole exercising on a console is not really there anymore or yeah I don't think it will be coming back that in a big way anyway not like it is in the mobile market anyway I, I think I think you're right I, I agree with you that it it it's never been something that has really interested me and and I'm all for being able to exercise out of view of other people very much so but um I think that uh, even though I agree with you and I think there's probably not there's there's a time and a place in the console market probably isn't it I think that these a lot of these companies will have a crack at it with the VR thing I think that it's it's a prime opportunity for aerobics bollocks and running bollocks and all that sort of thing yeah to, the only problem know, with that is like you can't see your surroundings so people <laughs> jogging on the spot might just go bang <laughs> yeah something, i think retarded. my biggest concern about vr is the idea that someone could like break into my house you know what oh, i mean well yeah there is that <laughs> it's a bit of a worry i know the um i think the um the vive has some sort of system where you yeah, can put you can... Uh, a little uh picture in picture thing in the corner showing your surroundings kind of thing yeah but so like um yeah, the t- 2D world is 3D and the actual 3D world is 2D. It's not long, but it won't be long before like <laughs> Special Victims Unit does an episode where someone's wearing a VR headset and gets murdered or whatever. Oh, it's yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, well. So, yeah, I think kind of mixed. Like I, th- I think I think we, we probably think that there's not really a market for it but I still think that some people will try even though I don't think there's a market for it in the coming yeah. years uh, I suppose it still depends what Nintendo does as well with their NX and how that works True. there might be some opportunities there for fitness stuff but at the same time uh, Nintendo were the exponents of that uh, sleeping monitoring sort of thing and they've recently withdrawn that from sales so uh, I think the writing's on the wall there as well so yeah Cool. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for the inaugural Just For Gamers podcast. How have you found things this evening? You haven't had to stop recording and race to the hospital, so... Yep, another day uh, done without uh, a new baby, I guess. Um, it must be weird I'm, having I'm that I'm fine sort of... about this. I think my wife is in a different situation. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't see the big deal myself. <laughs> so it's not like... Because I feel like it'd be like sort of hanging over you. You'd be like, Jesus, can we just do this already? You know, like, do you not feel like that at all? I suppose you've done this before. This isn't your first rodeo. <laughs> yeah, Gibbons. Um, I don't know, like... It, I'm, I'm just in one of those people with the idea of it happens when it happens, you know. It is what it is. It does what it does. As eggs <laughs> is eggs. Fair play, buddy. Fair play. <laughs> I respect that. That's impressive stuff. 
Yeah, but you know, uh, on on the thoughts of the podcast, I think it's gone really well, buddy. I think it's, it's been, been a cracker. It's been a doozy. It has uh, of an episode. I mean, I, I'm going to apologise for the quiz because uh, I don't want to get raped next week. Um, but I uh, I couldn't think of anything else apart from movies for some it reason. It was difficult, but you also have to take into account that we're doing this for a podcast. It's not really about me, so I know. You know buddy, I think still I think the people the out there in the internet world will find it challenging, and that's going to be good for them. So no, it's cool, mm. man. I'll go easy on you. Don't you worry. Thanks, buddy. I'm going to be very much sleep deprived. I, I believe next week. And yes. I, I don't even know what's going to happen with the timing of it and things like that. So we'll we'll just have to wait and see. I we'll guess. see how we get on. We will try and find a, a space where you can do some podcasting. If that isn't viable, then uh, I have a soundboard of you and can speak <laughs> for my, to myself for some time. So. Uh, exp- there'll be an episode, I promise you that. It uh, just might not be a conventional one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, we'll sort something up. So I suppose now comes the time, buddy, where I need to sign off, except all of our links have changed. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> enjoy that. I've written them down, uh, so here we go. Cool. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, you can find us at www.justforgamers.co.uk. Uh, our Facebook is Facebook forward slash the JFG podcast. Our Twitter is at the JFG podcast. We're also on YouTube. That is YouTube forward slash the JFG podcast. SoundCloud, we are forward slash just for gamers. And we are also on Google Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Thank you very much for listening this week, buddies. I uh, hope you have a cracking week going forward and we will catch you next time i have been alex he has been ash thank you and goodbye goodbye you've been listening to the jfg podcast with ash and me alex to find out more head to www.justforgamers.co.uk facebook forward slash the jfg podcast or twitter where we are at the jfg podcast Episodes go live every Sunday, and if you could pop onto iTunes and write us a quick review, we would love every inch of you, even if you got old and fat. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Yeah.